I'm always that, I'm always this, but the flow stay nasty like hallway piss. If you hear the piece spit, then it's a deep ass song. When I die, mama bury me with street clothes on. Cause the drama be the therapy, the beef goes on. My guy, what's going on? What's happening? Man, another beautiful day. Rapcapandkicks.com. We back once again, bro. What's the word? Nothing much, man. Sticking to the plan. Absolutely. You got to. You got to. Staying focused is, is, is there is no option. You got to stay focused. Got to stay uh, on the road. How's everything going with the website? Uh, You know, beginning stages is always rough, but, you know, we pushing through it. You know, yeah. we um, got the shop site under construction right now. That's taking a little longer than usual, but no, that's where the real money is. So, you know, we sticking to it. So you going you gonna bring everybody to the site so they can uh purchase items and product? Yes, we are. We're gonna have a total, totally separate site that you will be able to get to from the original site. But yeah, that site will be shoprapcapandkicks.com. And you'll be able to purchase shoes, put your sneakers up that fucking assignment, and purchase merchandise as well. You gonna you guys got items that you're gonna put on there as well for your own own yeah. brand? Got our own brand. We got our own clothing line and cash over cloud line that we're working with closely. And we also have our own rap cap and cakes merchandise. So yeah, good job. Good job. Y'all definitely gonna need that, man. They just don't be selling nobody else's shit. I gotta make some paper off that y'all. So man, we sell them whatever we can. I ain't gonna lie to you. We definitely gonna have some other people shit in there. <laughs> no, 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 do that. I'm just saying, make sure you know that the, your own brand is highly represented as well, you know. Thanks. <clears throat> You got to have some extra income for yourself, so. That part. Hey, man, growing up in the city of Chicago, uh, as as a cousin, a brother of mine, you're, you're like 10 years younger. But growing up, we grew up around hustlers, right? The hustlers wore like the latest fashions, but they they did it a certain way. You know what I mean? Like they, everything was everything was crispy. They looked good. You know, it wasn't overdone a lot of time. Even when it was overdone, it was done correctly. The scammers today, if we call them hustlers, the, the scammers are the hustlers today, bro. What do they be wearing, man? It's just like they wear like the Balenciaga shoes and just come out looking like whatever, bro. Motherfuckers is like, I got on Balenciaga, though. Like, no, you look like a fool. I think fashion always takes a a big turn like every like 20 years because if you look back in time like when i was a kid everybody wore like baggy clothes and shit and then like out of nowhere niggas start wearing like clothes that fit you feel me like i was wearing a size 3xt in high school i still can't fit no motherfucking 3x and i be in the gym i'm still in a medium you feel me so yeah. fashion i always take a different turn i just feel like certain people just don't understand it I think I understand it because, like, when we was kids, hip-hop used to really glorify, like, being broke. Like, everybody was broke. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't a problem being broke. Everybody rapped about, like, the struggle and shit. Like, nowadays, it ain't even cool. Struggle rap ain't even cool no more. Like, yeah, but niggas was trying to get on, too, though. Like, they was dreaming about them cars and things. I hear you, though, but everybody nowadays like to come off like they already hood rich. Like, like, like they already had money. You know what I'm saying? So nowadays, instead of people like wearing their own clothing lines, they wearing like the clothing lines that's popular to the world, that the whole world gonna recognize. 
versus back in the day when we would be wearing FUBU, Rockefeller, our own brands that only we would recognize. Nowadays, it's about recognition on a bigger scale. I so hear that. Big ass shoes because even you know they Balenciagas and you don't like them. It's a state. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you're going to wear them, wear them and look good. Like, just don't have them on because they Balenciaga. Just because they Balenciaga don't mean nothing to me. Like, what does the outfit look like? You know what I mean? Like, when you come out, you're supposed to look crispy. Yeah, you're supposed to be fly. Yeah, you're supposed to be dripping. You're supposed yeah. to be fleet. Yeah. yeah, when I be seeing motherfuckers, like, someone said that the other day, like, you got on you got on them shoes, but I don't even know what those are. I was like, that's the whole point. When you get my age, you will figure it out. Like what I got on, you don't even know what it is. And it still, it still costs some cash. You know what I mean? But the shoes I got on cost me some money. But the, but the thing is, is that I'm dressed appropriately with it as well. You just got on a pair of Balenciagas and, and you walk around here look like a label whore. Like you got on Balenciagas, you got this big hoodie on, you know what I'm saying? Like you got all this crazy wild shit. And, and, and and y'all be y'all be misrep. Y'all look like label whores, man. Like, like you just wearing name brands just to wear it, but like wear it and look good. It's like when you put it on clothes, the whole thing is to to represent not just a brand, but to show that you got style when you put it on. I be seeing motherfuckers in Christian Dior and shit. It's like, yo, that's how y'all rock this shit. Y'all just gonna come out and just like whatever. It's Christian Dior though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, my G, like... Because they pay so much for it, you're going to know what this is. Like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> this motherfucker going to say it right here. Just like how this motherfucker say polo. If it ain't say polo, I probably won't wear this motherfucker. <laughs> but, but make it look good, though. Like, make it look good. Like, you just... So she, the, uh, the, the brother was saying to me, he's like, but I got on Balenciaga. I was like, that's cool, but you only saying that because you feel like you paid more for your shoes than I paid for mine. But the thing about it is, you still look dirty. <laughs> you still look dirty. Like that. You got a lot of niggas that's like that. No matter what they put on, they still gonna look dirty. They still gonna look fake. I see people in certain shoes, and I say right out back, those are reps. <laughs> those UAs. Those are unauthorized remakes. Like, I don't give a fuck where you got them from. You just don't look like the type that I had them. <laughs> so you're right. Yeah, they be they just look, they don't, it doesn't look right. Like with the with the outfit and everything, it, it's like one thing to to wear something because it's name brand, right? Like my my cap, Mitchell and Ness, New Era, 5150, whatever it is, right? But it's another thing to put it on and, and make it work. Not just have matching colors on, but make the shit work. Like fam had on Balenciagas and all this. I was like, man, bro, you're just happy because you have on a pair of Balenciagas. I, I see you. You just want to stand next to a black man downtown and feel like you get to insult me. And I'm going to let you have it. But you look you still look dirty. <laughs> you still look dirty. It looked like, you know what I'm saying? Not even real. No, just like, come on, fam. Like. You you scamming. I know you scamming. Right. I know you a scammer. Do you hang out with scammers, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I know a few. I know a few. You know what I'm saying? Quite a few. <laughs> I know a few. And, and they all young. They all they all on the young side. I just told them don't 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 be around me. You know, just don't I can't don't don't get too close to me. Gotta keep them at a distance. Yeah. <laughs> they fuck around scam you. <laughs> yeah, they, they see too much. They eyes see too much, you know. 
you gotta poke one of them motherfuckers' eyes out. You know what I mean? Like when they when they around you or whatever. Yeah, but they memorize your number. Nah, we cool. <laughs> All that. And, and you know, I work in the world of finance, so I hear about the tricks, so I know about some of the tricks that they be doing. So you'd be like, no, nah, I don't want you motherfuckers around me. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of grew up with the wolves, so I'm always like, my first thought everywhere I go is to protect myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if I know I'm around the scammers and I get scammed, that's my fault. You yeah. I should never left my debit card around or my wallet. I, I know who I'm hanging around. So at the end of the day, you feel me? I'm always moving with like some type of sense of protection for myself. So. Yeah, but with any hustle, man, it's, it's best to get in and get out. Like, get, do what you can and, and, and switch it up. You know, get to the highest peak you can and, and move on. So, because they're making it seem like it's, and it's not to start this whole race thing, but they're making it seem like it is just us. And motherfuckers was doing it before we got a hold of it. Definitely. The scamming thing just became popular in the hood, if we're being honest. Like, when nobody scamming when I was a shorty, everybody was drug dealers. Yeah, everybody was like a real hustler. Like, this was the next phase of that because the hustle dried up. No more. <laughs> say, say it again. No, nobody sell drugs no more. Everybody scam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, this just happened in the last five to, five to, five to ten years. You know what I'm saying? Because... Everybody I knew, you know, they they was out there hollering out rocks, blows, weed, park, you know what I mean? And if you was from the south side, you know, you had to go to one of those back alley joints and and, and, and get your shit together. So this is totally different what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like I think they mess with that because it's a it's an easier hustle. You feel me? You ain't got to stand outside on the corners. You ain't got to go get your money. You can finally be a professional at hitting licks. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a bank robber, you can't rob a bank every week. You feel nah. me? If you're a scammer, you can scam every day for eight hours straight. <laughs> like the Africans do. You know how the Africans do us? Absolutely. Likelies. Like, for real. Scam likelies. Yeah. Yeah, but salute to them, you know what I mean? I, I don't, you know, I am not, I'm, I don't necessarily not they hustle because everybody, you know, look, if we go, if we're going to be honest with it, this country was built off a scam. This country was built off a of hustle and hurting other people. So I, I can't knock it. You're 100% right. Nah, I, I, I ain't, I'm not knocking. Like this country was built on lying and scamming motherfuckers out of the land and property that they have and then making and sending us to jail for trying the same shit that they did you did so all right talk to me man i know you be uh doing reviews for music so what you got on the table um latest albums that just dropped kodak black new album i thought that shit was heat like i ain't even gonna catch with you i've been playing that shit in the gym forward to back like front to back going crazy you know no matter what i'm doing and um I think um, Benny the Butcher new project was also dope too. That tenor talk folk. Okay. You feel me? So, yeah, that's what I've been vibing with lately. Those were the last two projects that came out. So. Yeah, I got it. I got to take some time out to listen um, to that Benny the Butcher. I'm not so much uh, familiar with Kodak Black though. I can barely hear him when he's talking regular. So I don't know if I'm gonna hear him when he's rapping. Yeah, I felt like this sounded like the old Kodak. I had one of my partners tell me he ain't like it, but 
Nah, I liked it though. I, I fuck with that one heavy. Uh, back for everything, you feel me? He make a lot of notable points on the album. Like he references being in jail, and you know, of course, he got his beef with Jack Boy. It's just a lot of things I was hearing him say. You know what I'm saying? That resonated with me. I'm on some. Yeah, I'm fucking with this one. I okay. Nine out of ten, if I could. But you know, music is subject- subjective. You feel me? Absolutely. So who is Jack Boy though? Tell me about that. Who is Jack Boy? Jack Boy, one of um, Kodak homies he grew up with. They got some type of beef with each other. I ain't really sure what the details are. You know, niggas get money and fall out, fall out with each other. Man, they fall out every day, man. But you know what? This is one thing that I learned in life, man. I think that someone posted this as a meme. Uh, I think it was like a Scooby-Doo meme. He's like, if, if Scooby-Doo taught me one thing, it's that it's always the motherfuckers that be around you that try to that try to uh, do shit to you, you know? Nice. So whatever it is, I hope they figure it out and they grow from it and they're better for it, so. Yeah, you know, that don't happen too often with these rappers. You hardly see two people come up with each other, fall out, fall out, and then it'd be like a happy ending, like, Jay and Gay still ain't cool for real. Not like they used to be. Now, well, you know, but that comes from growth, though, man. When motherfuckers, bro, I think that's one of the realizations that people need to have. Once, once a person starts growing and they figure out what it, what it is they want to do, everything else just becomes a hindrance unless it's helping them. You know what I mean? Like some of the people that I know from that was original members, a part of this, the, the group, the Critical Mass, they're not around no more. They ain't no, they ain't no love or no, no hate. There's no hate toward them. The love, there's no love lost, and there's no hate toward them either. But go do what you gotta do. You understand what I'm saying? Like you need to flourish in a way that makes it best for you. So I don't, I don't be knocking niggas for that, man. But if you, if you out here trying to hurt, hurt motherfuckers and scam motherfuckers and do shit like that, then I ain't beat it. We definitely ain't. For, I, I'm not fucking with you. Okay. I'm not fucking with you. And then at the age I am, I'm too old. Like, look. I'm down to the last couple of people saying too much shit to me now. You know, I'm like, dude, some of us smoke and drink so we don't have to bust your motherfucking head. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm like, dude, y'all, look, last couple of you motherfuckers, I ain't talking about critical mass. I'm just talking about a couple couple of motherfuckers out here, man. Y'all gonna, I'm gonna be very careful. You walking on thin ice, but it is what it is, man. People grow up, they grow, they grow apart. Yeah. I mean, that's that's something we all had to do, didn't you? At some point, you got to change your surroundings. You got to figure out how to do better, right? Facts, facts. There's a lot of people I grew up with that I don't necessarily talk to as much as I talk to, as much as I used to talk to. Some of them, you know, we fell out. We don't talk at all. Some of us, we ain't got no problems with each other. We just went different ways in our life. Whenever we link back up, it's always still love, but for the most part, you know what I'm saying? I just get to the point to where I'm somebody different. And I be wanting different. And sometimes I need to surround myself with people that's not on the same level as me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm looking around and everybody I'm surrounding myself with is on the same level as me, I feel like it's nobody I can learn from. Yeah. You know what I mean? So naturally for me, you know, being an opportunist, I'm going to go look for another opportunity. Absolutely. So I was told years ago that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, you know? I agree with that 100%. Yeah, and it's 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 held true for me 
for years and years and years and years, which which I love because it means that I'm growing and I'm learning from from other people in the room. So I'll take that. Growing up also was a thing for you and for myself, I think. We used to be able to slap motherfuckers in the face. You can't you can't do that shit now. Cameras everywhere, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I'm from people still getting slapped on camera. I grew up on <laughs> and the internet. I'm seeing people get slapped on camera all across my timeline every day. I see slapping competitions and motherfucking bars and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I see. I've seen those. I've seen those. Like it, it, fucking hilarious. Like who the fuck thought of that? That's, that's and it, it, it's been going on for years though. I never knew. I just got hip to it like probably two years ago. Bro, that shit is worldwide. Wow. Ain't that they got some- them shits in Russia and all that. See, that's where it seemed like it came from, some shit from overseas, you feel me? That's where you see all the weird-ass fighting competitions, like big-ass group fights in one big-ass ring. Yeah. Five niggas in blue, five niggas in red, just beating the shit out of each other. Just teeing off on each other, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love shit like that. I only see shit like that in the hood. Yeah, um, I uh, I seen some shit like that down south once upon a time. It was like a slapping contest at a bar. And I was like, bro, they really teeing off on me? Like, man, just watch this shit, man. We about to get hella, we gonna be laughing hella hard. Right. <laughs> that would be me, because I couldn't be in it. <laughs> no, I ain't, no. It's, it's gonna be a fight immediately, because you know that sting, once that sting start ringing on you, it's like, no. Mm-mm. I'm not the nigga who's like, Slap the shit out of me, I could take it. I'm not going to sign up to get slapped in front of the whole bar. I'm the nigga that's like, you're not going to slap me at all. <laughs> so yeah. I think you got to be like a certain type of person to even want to sign up for that type of shit, because I definitely would. <laughs> it, it definitely can't be me. It definitely can't be me, because the first time that shit lands, I'm already, I'm already on the next level. I'm like, yeah, this... <laughs> We got a thump now, like I, I, everybody, <laughs> and being recorded, right? <laughs> nah, we cool. I I seen one in person. The girl got slapped so hard she passed out, like she fainted. Like it was like a knockout. Like she hit her, pow! The bitch head went up in the air and it came back down and she was gone. Like she was out before she hit the ground. Yeah, I don't think I seen that one. Yeah, she uh, man, it's the, the other girl caught back so so far, and she put everything. You knew she put everything because she she uh she squinted and she puts like her toe chest. I was like, ooh, <laughs> when that shit connected, it was like fire out. Her old girl head went up, and then when she came, like, her, when her head came down, she was already she like she was slumped like they, they just caught her they was like oh shit like get us some water i was gonna ask you that did they catch her did she pass out i think i did see that yeah she fell out like this and they yeah. caught her yeah, yeah. 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 wow yeah i can't i can't do it we we might as well just give me give me some gloves we might as well just get in here and you know what i'm saying do what we need to do i need to hit you back immediately <laughs> I don't need to gather myself for none of that. <laughs> I get to size you up. I get to look you in your eyes, see if you really know what this is about. And then I get to just pick you apart. I don't need time to let that shit set in. <laughs> I got a little bit of experience with that shit. So I, I know what I'm doing. I had a couple street fights. I, I know what's I know what's up. Uh, Hell no. Would you ever do like that bare knuckle boxing shit? I think that's the only one I'm really comfortable with. 
And that's how I grew up fighting. It's bad knuckle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think if I put on gloves, I'll probably be uncomfortable. You feel me? Having some shit on my hands to fight with. I put you like this, man. Don't knock it till you try it. When you put on them eight ounce gloves, it, it just feels like just a little wrap is on your hand. That's all. I actually plan on trying it real soon. So you feel me? But at like at this moment, now nah, I'm, I'm more comfortable with the bad knuckles. Yeah. Yeah, motherfuckers don't know, man. When a punch actually, that's the thing about fighting. I don't think people understand from experience and just listening to the way that people talk. Motherfuckers be out here talking like, like they really about that shit and it's, it's like man do you know what getting hit actually feels like when flesh and bone hits flesh and bone like you, you know what's funny in a fight i never feel that shit anytime like i'm fighting and like i get hit in the fight all i feel is like the vibration of like me moving a little bit like i never actually feel the actual impact like if we wasn't fighting and you hit me i would probably feel that immediately mm-hmm at adrenaline pumping and shit, I don't be feeling none of that. I always thought that shit was strange. But that's different for you because you've been in fights. But this motherfuckers out here who ain't never really been in a scrap. You know, like they've been wrestling and tussling with motherfuckers, but they ain't never like stood up and went blow for blow or like stood in a circle with some guys. And and that was, there was no place for you to go. I've been in those. You know what's funny? I always said the same thing about gunshots. Anytime I was getting shot at, the gunshots did not sound that motherfucking loud. Anytime, like, I was close by them and, like, I ain't know they was coming, you know what I'm saying? Like, they did not sound that loud. They sound much louder, like, when, like, somebody's shooting at somebody over there or some shit. Like, yeah. the one time I remember, like, motherfuckers, like, shooting our cop, I remember, like, the impact of the cop. Tink, tink, tink. Yeah, you feel me? Like, that's what it sound like. Like, it don't even really sound like gunshots, like, when you the one being shot at. So that nah. Pumping. When adrenaline is pumping, it changes everything, man. Like y- yeah. your senses are are heightened to a certain level because it's because I think it's it's fight or flight at that point. So you're really trying to do zone. You know what I'm saying? Where you where you can't see your head nothing else. It's like tunnel vision. Yeah, you're trying to get, you're trying to do the best decision and get your ass out the way. You know, so I'll be I'll be listening to like how people talk. It's like, man, you ain't never been in no fucking fight, bro. You you out here talking all crazy. Motherfucker slap you right now. You probably go run talking about somebody trying to jump on you. Those I remember them stories. That's funny. (laughs) I know a bunch of motherfuckers like that. We got jumped. You, you 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 remember growing up, like you get ready to square up, and you like, what's up? All right, what's up then? You start squaring up, and then you hit them with like the first punch just to, you know what I'm saying, let them know that like this is real. And they go, oh, y'all just trying to jump on me. Y'all just trying to jump on me. Say like, yeah. what? A million times, too. I ain't finna get jumped. I ain't nobody gonna jump you, man. I was one of them niggas once. I remember getting in a fight. Looked around. Hey, y'all ain't finna jump me. Motherfucker say, we ain't finna jump you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what you read? We ain't finna jump you. All right, let me get my one. You feel me? They ain't jump me. But I definitely thought they was. <laughs> jump me. <laughs> I, I hit a motherfucker one time. Oh, gonna jump me. We still would have jumped you. <laughs> yeah. I, I hit a motherfucker one time. You know, I two piece of pat pat. And as soon as I, oh, oh, y'all gonna jump on me, huh? Y'all gonna jump. I'm like, ain't nobody jumping you, man. Bro, you know. <laughs> like you hit his ass too fast. Yeah, he, he ain't know, man. But, you know, if, if you know about me and my hands and you, you know that shit was coming. And it was, was going to be rapid, and then there was going to be a point where I was going to hit you as hit you with something. Like, it was going to crush your shit. 
smash your shit in. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I seen plenty of experiences like that, man. I, I think it's important, though. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I think it's important that people learn some type of self-defense. Like when you when you hear about people from other countries, as far as I know, my experience with being around different groups of people, like there are different countries that teach people. Uh, they have to have military training in high school. I think that's necessary. You know, they had to they had to learn how to defend themselves in high school and stuff like that. Part of their military training and here motherfuckers just walk around like oblivious to the fact that, you know, you can get somebody can beat the fuck out of you, bro. I think gym class should be first first two hours. I think as much as we work on children's minds, we need to work on their bodies, too. Like they need to be in the gym, jogging, jumping around. You know what I'm saying? Learn the self-defense. Yeah. Any other real life skills? I definitely fuck with the shit the school's teaching now, but I mean at least the basics. I ain't gonna get into the politicals and shit, but I definitely feel like we need to incorporate more physical shit, and self defense is definitely one of them. I, I believe that. I would definitely. definitely. This should be like a basic part of life, a survival, swimming. Everybody should know how to swim. Like that's so fucking basic. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that should be part of the curriculum, and it should follow you all the way up. You know, uh, until you you get to the point where you're able to pass. You know what I mean? Like if you're taking it in grammar school and, and, and at, at fifth grade, you don't know it. You should be taking it all the way up to eighth grade. You know, mm-hmm. and then from eighth grade, it should follow up. Hey, what grade did they get in swimming in eighth grade? Was it a B? All right. He, he, he passed. You don't have to take it no more. Uh, what about self-defense? What, what combat sport did they take? uh jujitsu or, or whatever it was or we only have boxing in here in, in this academy well what did he get in boxing did he get a c all right he got to take it again until he gets up to a b so we, we know that they you know they can defend i think that's necessary for you know survival and for a healthy life you feel me nobody want to walk around scared or worried you know what i'm saying that somebody else is going to do something to them but I wonder what it'd be like if, like, like what the levels would feel like if everybody was trained. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it gonna come off like those small towns where, like, the Republicans run their thing and everybody got a gun, so the crime rate is low because everybody got a certain respect for everybody else? Bang bang. Or would it just be like fight to the death every day? <laughs> like, that, so that it, better or would it make things worse? I think it might be similar to the first option that you said because. In there is ordering chaos, right? You, I know you got a gun. You know I got a gun. I know you can fight. Now you know I can fight. Do you? We really want to find out. Exactly. You know what I mean. Say it again. Let's talk this out. <laughs> That's a lost art too, though. Communication and really me and Six talked about that on one of, on one of the episodes when you when a lot of young men out here now in our environments in our communities in our neighborhoods are being raised they they don't know how to communicate well because there's no one there's no father in the, in the house there's no mother that communicates with them properly so instead of them being able to communicate they're emotionally unstable and they do dumb shit like they're doing right now the majority of these motherfuckers can't talk they can't fight the immediate thing that everybody want to do is blast them motherfucker away. Mm. So if you thought, if you think about it like that, if everybody had a heightened sense of self-defense, would you really want to fight? Because what if I knew jujitsu and kickboxing and you only knew boxing? You you want to do you really want to find out? Mm. You know what I'm saying? 
I think some people would. I think for the people that actually do want to find out, the vibe for like altercations and shit would be like totally different. It would because that's a heightened sense of aggression. Big fact in the end though, you know what I'm saying? Like you might know all the extra jujitsu shit and I might just whoop your ass with boxing and you might get up and shake my hand and we can walk away from that. You know what I'm saying? I might respect your craft. You might respect mine. Like the way they try to paint the, how the old days used to be, which I don't believe ever existed, but that's another story. Now, if 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 I got the best of somebody, man, we 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 usually just uh shook it shook up and and, and kept going. I, I wasn't trying to be friends, even when I won. Not in the air I'm from. You get the best of somebody, they gonna shoot you the next time they see. <laughs> yeah, y'all motherfuckers was uh, y'all was doing too much, man. From from. From my era, if you got the best of a motherfucker, that was that was the end of it. Unless he wanted another scrap another day, but that day was like it's it's over with for that day, bro. You go home and get yourself together and see you tomorrow. Yeah, see where I'm from. We only gonna give you that type of respect, like if you somebody we love. You know what I'm saying? Like we all from the same block. I gotta see you every day, type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like for a complete stranger, like nah, it that it wouldn't be like that at all. I wouldn't even say a complete stranger to somebody who we ain't got no love for. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of people get their ass beat up and then come back and shoot shit out you the next few days or whenever it is they get up with you. So I, I know a lot of people just don't want to take that chance no more. I think motherfuckers are just scared, you know. I think that's I think that's part of it too, but I think it's that all fits under nobody wants to take that chance. Yeah, I think a lot of you motherfuckers are scared to throw your hands because you're scared to get to get your ass whooped. Again, it's too many cameras around. Motherfuckers don't want to end up on World Star, man. This is true. I'll I, I be happy that I, I, I got the fight as a youngin without World Star because World Star ain't really come around until I was like in high school. So I feel bad for like the little kids, like the seventh graders and the eighth graders, and even like the freshmen who grow up on the internet because it's like every single fight you that ever go down somebody taping in that days like i don't think there are any fights that happen with somebody not taping unless it's like in the privacy of your own home if you fighting in public you get recorded man and if you on somebody's snapchat or instagram or something they commenting on your shit like like this pay-per-view yes sir and 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 if you out in public everybody got their phone out the moment motherfuckers go what's up what's up what's up like you, you gonna be a performing. They know that, they recorded. That shit gonna be an instant classic on the, on on, the, on on YouTube or World Star, man. So motherfuckers got to be careful. I mean, I I don't had a, I don't I don't lost a few fights, you know, whether it was boxing or being in the street. But the majority of those came from motherfuckers being more experienced than me, or being bigger than me. That's when I lost. You know, I, I it was never like. And it was usually me trying to do too much, you know, thinking I could I could whoop everybody. But, you know, you're you going to win some, you're going to lose some. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I think that's why a lot of people stick to them guns, because the only one you're going to lose is the day you die. Hell yeah. Man. Even with that, man, a lot of motherfuckers don't even know how to shoot, bro. They just walk around here closing their eyes and, and bucking at something. Facts. Blick, 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 blick. I don't condone violence. To anybody that's listening, I don't condone violence or, or, or killing or anything like that. But I, it, it used to be more disciplined. Like, the shit moved a lot differently growing up. Um, 
right now it's just a wild wild west out here it's just a bunch of you know goons with guns and everybody just doing whatever the fuck they think is necessary so everybody doing whatever they want to do are you a big sports fan you, you watch any sports uh not recently i ain't gonna lie. um this is like the first time i haven't watched any games like this season like i've been moving around so much so I ain't been able to answer any sports questions that ain't like major sports questions. Okay. Okay. Um, so we from two different eras though. So you gotta get you gotta answer this question because you're from Chicago as well. So the question is LeBron or MJ. Hmm. Let's see. I feel like I would say you gotta say LeBron. I mean, I'm sorry, you gotta say MJ. Because I don't think there would be a LeBron if there wasn't an MJ. I think Michael Jordan, simply just because he came before LeBron James, it's kind of hard to compare it to. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't tell me LeBron James wasn't influenced by Michael Jordan. Like anybody who ever picked up a basketball don't got nothing against Michael Jordan until you're comparing him to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And in comparison, you know what I'm saying, that's all sports really is. But at the same time, we ain't see Mike play this long, though. Facts. You feel me? We didn't see Mike had a possibility of playing with his son. You know what I'm saying? Mike really left the game at the perfect time. He left the game when he was winning, when he still was the hottest thing out there. So for them shoes to still have a hype around them, in my opinion, that's part of the reason why. You feel me? Because imagine if he kept playing and he started losing, you think niggas would still be wearing mics? Like if he played 10 more years and didn't win no more, like they probably would be a thing that was popular in the past. You feel me? That's like legendary. It's, it's very legendary. You, you got a guy who gave his all to the game. Um, and in the time frame that he had, he got the most out of it by winning six championships. Um, I like LeBron. I don't. I don't have nothing against LeBron. It's just that when I when I watch LeBron, he's 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 very good at what he does, and he's not Mike. And I think that's what people have to get a clear understanding. Entertaining as Mike was. Say it again. I don't think he's as entertaining as Mike was on the basketball court. I think that's what we forget about Michael Jordan. It was amazing seeing this man jump the way he did and played the way he did and you know what i'm saying like the type of cadence he he brought to the game yeah Bron don't really do that he played the game well you know what i'm saying but it's not entertaining steph curry is entertaining you feel me because he's shooting them shots from so far back you feel me so it's, it's a little different it is a little different like when i sit there and look at him the thing that when we compare the main thing that you look at is like, do LeBron, LeBron has a dog. He has a dog in him, but he don't have the killer in him, right? When you look at him, you don't look at him and go, yo, dude is out here beasting. Like he's out here putting up. And I, and I would, if LeBron was doing like 40 points a game, I think all of this shit would go away. Hmm. You know what I mean? I think he was doing 40 points a game and he had a couple more championships. And you know what? Just say 40 points a game. Then no one would deny that he would be the best player of all time. You know, because he was putting up the crazy numbers and, and and all that other shit. But Mike had Mike had too many accolades too, man. Yep. You talking about a guy who was defensive player of the year? You talking about a guy that was uh, 
he was an offensive player so many times, right? He was uh, the highest point scorer, like four, five, six, seven years in a row. Like he did, he did so many things. Yeah, I get that, Mike. I don't know. I think it's still still a shoes, though. You know what I'm saying? We still gotta think about, you know, everything else that's surrounding Mike. And for him to be jumping the way that he did, he basically selling you them jumps. <laughs> you feel me? Like ain't, ain't nobody else did that in basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like was able to capitalize off the game the way Mike did that. And I think a lot of people, you know, just respect money and business moves at the end of the day. You feel yeah. me? LeBron James did Space Jam 2. You feel me? Like you was big enough to do your own movie. Like everything you're doing, you're following in this man's footsteps. So how you not gonna give him his credit? Yeah, I mean, you should have at least developed that fadeaway, you know, by now. If you're <laughs> gonna do all that, you should have had a fadeaway by now. But yeah. So I don't know. I would have to go Michael Jordan, but in certain situations, you know what I'm saying? The son do become greater than the father. You feel me? Like if you look at Jay-Z and Kanye West, who who's greater? You know what I'm saying? I think Kanye beating Jay at this point. Now that's a big brother thing right there, though. That ain't no son and father. I mean, I mean, same, you know what I mean, you know, same metaphor, you feel me? But I'm just saying, like, Yay has gotten to the point where he was able to venture off into fashion and make fashion, you know what I'm saying? At a higher level. As well, in an area where Jay couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? He had to rock away. He had the S. Doc Carter, which was cool. But they just not on the same level as Yeezy. You know what I'm saying? And then you can even talk about, you know what I'm saying, Jay-Z's music. You got to get Kanye credit for that, too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because he was a part of that. So I just feel like it's not the same in every situation, saying that the original influence can't be greater than a person who was influenced. But I just feel like when it comes to sports, it's hard to compare it to because you'll never actually see them go against each other. You know what I'm saying? No, I definitely, I hear you. I definitely hear you, but it, you know, they're always going to have comparisons. The next comparisons, who's going to be like Steph Curry or who's going to be like Kevin Durant? Like those, there, there's always going to be comparisons. Comparisons will always happen for me. Yes. Yeah, for, for me, it's just like if if you could if you could pick, who would you pick? And I, of course, would just pick Mike because I know it, with, with six seconds to go, if I give Mike the ball, if he drives or if he stops and pops. Thanks. You know, LeBron might drive and look look for three guys that's open. You know what I mean? And, and, and instead of just laying it up like he did the other night. Instead of just, uh, yeah, instead of just landing up like he did the other night, he'll pass it, you know, and then someone else misses a shot. And you're like, come on, bro. You know what's funny? I think LeBron is so angry right now, like, from the little replays I have been seeing. Like, he went from the nigga who was, like, always getting flopped to, like, the bully on the motherfucking um, court. Like, I've been seeing a lot of, like, replays this season, like, just on Instagram or, like, what the fuck happened last night? I think he tried to stop the ball from going out of bounds. And he slandered in a dude. Yeah, like, that shit looked like it was on purpose, didn't it? Like, he tied Of course it. it was on purpose. Of course. <laughs> and it was frustration. 
I seen that shit. I was dying. I'm like, man, he look like he did that shit on purpose. And then, yeah. So I seen some more shit with that same energy. I'm like, hey, LeBron getting tired of niggas this season, Joe. He they know. well, you got to think about it. they in tenth place. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. He's he always injured. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're trying to lead a team where you don't have where the options you have are the guys that you chose to come to your team. Everybody old. I seen him lose his temper the other night when niggas couldn't catch the rebound. He bounced the ball like 10 times, like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, yeah, this nigga angry. <laughs> yeah. But part of it is his fault. Like, he put, he helped put the fucking team together. Like, this is your shit. Right. This your shit. Like, you, you did this. You created this monster. Now, you got Russell Westbrook, who's not performing well. You got Anthony Davis, who can't stay healthy. They call him Mr. Glass. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is this shit all on you, bro. Putting up 40, 50 points now, it, it just that should be a regular occurrence for him now. Like you gotta do it. Yeah, this is one of them situations where I still feel like one of the things that was so great about the Bulls is they found something that worked and they was able to stick with it. They were sticking with the same coach, they were sticking with the same big three, you know what I'm saying? And it worked for them. I feel like a lot of these players be forgetting this team ball. And sometimes when you find you a decent-ass team, you need to stick with it. Like, I feel like that's how Tim Duncan was so great. You know what I'm saying? He ain't do too much change, and then he like a quiet beast. You feel me? A lot of motherfuckers forget to even mention his name in a conversation when we talking about rings and shit. But I think if LeBron would have stayed with Kyrie, it would have been a nasty-ass team. It's like if Shaq would have stayed with Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Or shit, if Shaq would have stayed with Penny, they, they would have been nice, you know what I mean? But I think it's also, you know, you got to you got to know your personnel. You got to choose a, the type of players that can carry the team when you're not out, you know what I mean, and make sure that, you know, everybody knows how to run the offense and shit. Like you said, Tim Duncan might go down as the greatest power forward ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Quietly. Quietly. Quietly, he didn't he didn't make a lot of noise. He went out and got you a double double every other night, and he got five rings out that shit. Tony Parker came in, produced, even though they didn't want Tony Tony Parker. They originally wanted Jason Kidd. He showed his medal. You know you can't and you can't be mad at Tony Parker. And he wasn't even named as one of the seventy fifth greatest players of all time. That list was wild. There was a few people that left out there. Yeah, that that man. But you know what? I think when they do lists like that, the, the players themselves should have input, you know, because I think some of the people that are doing these lists, you know, you know, people are going to always be biased when you're doing shit like that. See, and that's what's funny. I don't think you can be biased in sports. Like, that's my thing. Like, I fuck with the team who won. <laughs> like, it, 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 it don't matter. Like, so how, how are we doing this? How, how, how are we choosing who's going to be on this 75? If there's any bias shit going on in the process. So think about it like this. Damian Lillard was one of the 75 greatest players, and he's been a lead for Parker, So I was like, how? <laughs> yeah. Right? He's one. But Tony Parker isn't. Dame, too. <laughs> Say what? I fuck with Dame, too. Dame is nice. But it was way too soon to be putting his ass up, though. Yeah, for a guy that's been to, what, maybe the second round? So that, that's some shit. When you look at it, it's like, well, whoever did that, why would why wouldn't you look at uh Manu Ginobili or or or, or, 
or Tony Parker, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, I guess I got that reads. Yeah, it is what it is. Dwight Howard wasn't on there. There's a few people that I was like, huh? You didn't include this guy? Let me ask you another question, man. A couple, was it a couple winters ago? We had like a winter vortex, right? Would you have been outside at 3 a.m. trying to get a Subway sandwich? At 3 a.m. At 3 a.m. Outside trying to get a subway sandwich. Midwinter. And all of a sudden you found the noose on your neck. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> we talking about my boy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> how you say his name? I can't never say his name right. I, I don't know. You see I said Juicy Smoye or something? There, there it is. <laughs> I don't know if it's juicy or hoosy. Like, I, I don't know. It's juicy, I man. Smolly or Smolay. Like, I, don't, I do not know how to say this nigga name. I just be reading it. <laughs> it's juicy, man. It's, it's juicy. I don't know the nigga juicy, Joe. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to alter that name or something because <laughs> I can, that's probably why I can't never say this nigga name right. <laughs> uh, I think it's juicy. It's either juicy or juicy. Right, right, Jussie. I don't know, man. One of those. We can call that nigga Juicy Smoye. Dave Chappelle said his name because that shit was funny as hell. But yeah, that nigga definitely lied. That type of shit don't even go on in Chicago. I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah. We damn near all knew that. Everybody, we all knew that shit, man. I was on Empire as an extra a bunch of times, so I kind of wanted to believe him at first, but I'm on some. Nah, man, ain't nobody walking around. (laughs) Chicago putting no hate crimes like that, Joe. Like hell. No, because no, this 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 city that that might have caused a race riot had it really been true. You feel me? Like, like yeah. motherfuckers would have went up north and it would have been some shit. Even if you are a Republican, hey, you kind of like a quiet Republican. And, and it's okay, it's, it's okay to have your political views and everything, but when you're talking about harming somebody and putting a noose around a motherfucker's neck in, in downtown Chicago or whatever the fuck he was, we ain't we ain't going for that one. And you yeah. notice the community was like, "Yo, you, this don't even sound right, fam. You sound bogus as hell right now." And then for it to be the two African motherfuckers who they catch, you feel me? Like that shit was hilarious too. Like. Now explain to me why two African motherfuckers would, would have put a, put a noose around your neck. How do they even sound saying that they Trump supporters? The Africans. I have doing some racist shit to you. The Africans got that mad that they saw you outside and put a noose around your neck and tried to hang you. Two African guys. And he didn't know they was he didn't say they was African in the description. Like <laughs> he ain't telling police they was African. That's what got me. When I realized that, like, nah, you would have known these Africans. You just said two African motherfuckers robbed me for a YouTube prank or something because they was yelling some Trump shit, put a noose around my neck. I don't know what the fuck was going on. And, and, and managed to make it to the to the precinct with the noose still around your neck. You feel me? You know his ass was lying. That shit funny as hell, though. That shit crazy, man. Especially these stunts, man. That bitch is serious, I guess. I don't... I don't know what the purpose of it was to, to promote an album or, or something, some shit like that or whatever it was. I just think it was. Oh. Say, that, say it again. I said it probably was to promote the show. 
it was it was it was badly done and it was done the wrong way. Um, playing with something like that is very dangerous, you know. You, you you're playing with you're playing with history and shit that people have already been triggered by. Like we already suffer from so many traumas. And to do something like that, I think it was very inconsiderate and it wasn't put together well. And I'm not, you know, someone told me he could be mentally ill. Well, you got to be to do some shit like that. Yeah. You got to be like. I, I don't even think he mentally ill. I think a lot of these celebrities just be so scared of going back broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think around that time, Empire wasn't popping the way it was. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know what the fuck it was. The only thing I could think of is a publicity stunt. You feel me? And the only thing he had going on was a show. He might have had an album out or something, but I think it was badly done. And then for the police to get involved and, to, and then for them to go through your phone records and look at the text message that you sent to them guys and told them what to do. That's wild as fuck. See, I ain't get that deep off into it. Yeah, that's wild as fuck. Bro, it, it it was a whole fiasco, and it was, and you know, at some point you would think he would go, "All right, I fucked up, everybody. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. Like let's just let's just stop it. I'll pay the community service or whatever. I'll I'll pay the fine. I know the police worked hard to to make sure that I was okay and that a star wasn't hurt or whatever it was. I'll just pay the fine." He tried to see the lie all the way through. But do you think he deserved to go to jail? For that, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like seeing people go to jail. Because I don't think he deserved to go to jail for that. I feel like, I think what Kim Fox called it, she said mob justice. This was a whole bunch of people who just wanted to see this guy go to jail. So to satisfy the public, they sent his ass to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like... Is it mob justice? But so we're talking about using police resources to make sure that this actually didn't occur to you and to make sure that you're safe, right? Like you that's, had people on the witch hunt for like a week. I'm with you, but that's their job to investigate crimes. They got it in the budget. They can't prosecute every single person who didn't lie to the police before. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be honest. Like, do he deserve to be guilty? He definitely deserve to be guilty. But even I caught a gun charge and I ain't do no jail time. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be honest. Like, it's hella motherfuckers who doing worse crimes than this, and they getting straight probation. Yeah. The whole time, you feel me? So the nigga definitely wrong. He bogus than a motherfucker. But I don't think he deserved to go to jail, though. You know what I'm saying? You. Like, I do feel like Kim Fox was right when she said that was mob justice. You know what I'm saying? They was just trying to satisfy everybody who wanted to see him go to jail. You know what I'm saying? And I definitely understand why a bunch of cops yeah. see him go to jail, but I think that was probably one of the things that was wrong with the system was cops was able to say that you're going to jail. Because you know yeah, for me, I was just like, yo, do you, you know how many hours or resources that you wasted? You know what I mean? Them motherfuckers. And that's our money. Like, I pay for that shit. That's my tax money going to that shit. And you I mean, out here got hoax going on talking about some motherfuckers putting nooses around your neck told you die nigga die whatever the fuck they said to you for wearing when they had on MAGA hats that's just crazy man you know what maybe not go to jail maybe a million hours of uh, community service you know may have teach them a lesson I don't know send them to send them to like the old folks home where he got to change people diapers for the next six months or some shit thanks you, you got to do uh, 60 hours a week 
cleaning people booties or some shit like that. Yeah. Scrubbing toilets or something, but shit's crazy, man. Like you see how the whole black community, like it, at first we were with him, and then the evidence came out, and it was like he was outside at 3 a.m. going to subway. I looked at my home and was like, when do we be outside at 3 a.m. trying to get to subway, bro? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, gee, I don't know. Celebrity with DoorDash, I, I'd have definitely called for some shit. You feel me? Especially if you if you getting that type of paper, like you wouldn't you wouldn't even be out there doing that. You know, you know what I mean? Like you'd have had someone else go do it for you, or you'd have found the, another option. Usually, the option that we choose is White Castle or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't believe that shit alone. You know, I've been eating healthy now, man. It's been a minute since I had some White Castle. I haven't had White Castle in a while, bro. You you already know I um like my diet is pretty is pretty cool. You know, stuff I like go back to it. I was pissed. Like I tried twice in like the span of like six months. I was like, damn, I can't have White Castle no more. No. Just fuck up my stomach all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. The last time I tried that shit, man, my stomach. Like I felt it, like the whole clump of it just dropped to the bottom of my stomach. I was like, "Oh man, man this spray paint for me." That's what I was saying. Like I just felt it drop to the pit <laughs> of my stomach. And I said, "I already know how this is gonna come out." Oh shit! I already know how this is gonna come out. This is gonna come out like my fucking um, Slimer on Ghostbusters when he be when it shoot. Like that's not what I I need to, in, in my life, man. But. I think the only fast food I can still eat is Wendy's. I love Wendy's, man. Maybe Burger King. I could probably still fuck with Burger King, too. I can eat Burger King. But McDonald's, motherfucking... I can't do checkers no more, neither. I can't do it a lot because I I do have a pretty decent diet for myself. Like, if I go out and have some chicken, you know, at one of the places nearby in the area, if I do something like that, I'll be okay. Right. but if 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 I do that routinely, like all the time, my body be like, all right, bro, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I'm grown as hell now. The nigga who go to McDonald's and get a salad. Like, man, bro, you can make you a salad at home, man. That shit easy, bro. I mean, when I do be out, though, if I do want something fast, you feel me? Like, if I ever do find myself in one of the McDonald's situations, I'm going to that drive through and ordering me two Southwest salads. And getting right the fuck out the way. I might give me a fry that day. You feel me? Yeah. Man, did you ever you ever heard that they be uh they don't put apple pie apples in the apple pie no more? Damn, that's different. You know, I stopped eating the apple pie like eight years ago. They gave me one and that motherfucker told me the time it expired. I was mm. like, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, so, someone told me can't eat this. Someone told me that they don't they don't use apples no more. They they use potato slices and they just cover it in the apple, in the apple uh filling or whatever that shit is. That's wild as fuck. It makes sense though. It makes sense, but I still feel like you get down on me. <laughs> like I didn't want to fight. Yeah, I do too. I used to love them apple pies, but I I stopped eating all that shit, man. Like I. I do. I'll eat out at a nice restaurant or something like that. But if if I do want a Wendy's burger, I will have Wendy's. Everybody knows that I love a good Wendy's burger or or, or a Burger King. And the nuggets. Yeah, the chicken nuggets. I do love those. Wendy's on point. Even though them nuggets ain't real either. But, you know, 
I don't care what you say about them. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just letting, just putting it out there. But, but um, what it is when I get in the line. <laughs> oh, speaking of, are you one of the motherfuckers when you, when you at a restaurant, a fast food restaurant, do you go in there and look at the menu and go, uh, like you don't know what you want? No, nah, you know what's funny? I kind of always know what I want. You know what I'm saying? And if I don't know what I want, I'm one of them niggas who always revert straight to the basics. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mom used to tell me, like, why are you ordering a fucking burger? Like, everywhere we go, you ordering a burger. Like, get a steak. Get this. Get You know what I'm saying? Try something new. Like, I'd be like, I, I, I got to see somebody else get it first. You feel me? And then I'll try something new. I'm not the nigga who tried new food. You got to force a new food on me. Yeah, I was on... I was having that conversation with a, a, young, a young lady named Aisha Robinson on one of the episodes. <clears throat> I asked her, when you go into a restaurant, fast food restaurant, not a sit down, fast food restaurant, do you go in there and stare at the menu? And she's like, no, I know what I want when I get in there. It's the same shit that been in there. So I, I get that and I back her down yeah. You know, but when I go in there, I say oftentimes when I'm in there, when I'm standing behind somebody and they go, uh, I'm like, oh, this, gonna, this is bad. <laughs> I usually leave out. <laughs> that ruins your whole day, huh? It does. It's because, like, I know all you motherfuckers been in here once already this week. <laughs> At least once. You got to know what the fuck is on the menu, man. This shit ain't changed. I know what I'm getting when I go in there. I'm getting some nuggets or a burger. I'm getting the same thing every time. Yeah. I'm going to get some cheeseburgers or some nuggets. That, 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 that shit don't change. McDonald's is probably the only restaurant where my order did probably change as a kid, like growing up and I used to eat McDonald's a lot. Like I might get two double cheeseburgers. I might get two McChickens. You know what I'm saying? Like type of shit. You feel me? But for everywhere else, like when I go to Wendy's, nah, I want a double. You know what I'm saying? I want four nuggets on the side. You know what I'm saying? When I go in White Castle, I want 30. You feel me? I, I already know what I want for. I even pull up. Like honestly. So. Yeah, yeah. I know what I want too. When I go on a Wendy's, I want the motherfucking um, Junior Cheeseburger Deluxes. Give me four of them bitches. You feel me? With a medium fry. Yeah, them bitches used to be banging too. Yeah, and I'm out. Like, how do y'all not know when y'all be going in there looking at the menu like that shit new as fuck? <laughs> that shit ain't changed. Y'all holding up the I line. When I go to the hood restaurants, if I go to a new hood restaurant, like the ones that got like Philly cheese steaks, and motherfucking pizza puffs and Italian beefs and shit. I got to see what they get. You know what I'm saying? Like, because a lot of them be having different shit. You know what I'm saying? You might catch you a 46-piece shrimp and that bitch, you feel me, for like the same price as a burger or something. So them restaurants, I definitely take a little time. But, you know, them restaurants be dangerous. So Hell yeah. <laughs> be ordering from that fancy sale, too. If you don't, if actually been a minute since I even been in one of them. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been in in those in a while, man. Like I did have a piece of puff like two or three months ago, just because I saw it on the menu when I was walking by. I was like, you know, I haven't had a piece of puff in a while, and I went in there and I tried, took it home, tried it. You know, but the same as it always been. I had a piece of puff. Say what? I remember the first time I ever had a piece of puff. That's how much I used to love them. Them shits be good, man. With the mouth sauce. Mm. Love a good piece of One beef thing I will probably go back to because I stopped eating beef a while ago too. But uh, No beef? Yeah, no beef. Eating all chicken, fish, and turkey. 
Do you plan on cutting it down off that too? No. Okay. I eat some steak sometimes too, but for the most part, no, I really don't. I mean, some days, like if I do plan like to go on a diet, I might go vegan. Like I ate a, a veggie burger today. You feel me? But that's just like me making a conscious effort to do better some days. You feel me? But yeah, it's funny because I actually never thought I would be this type of person who didn't eat that type of shit. So it's a possibility I do probably grow up and probably do cut that shit down. You you might. Depends on how, like when you start going to the doctor and seeing like um, what your diet is or what's wrong. If there is anything wrong, you might, you might change it then. But for me, like I'm just down to slim cuts of meat. Like I don't eat a lot of meat in my diet. Like when we're done here, I might, I might just go make me. A, well, I have a salad made, so I'm probably gonna eat like part of that or some shit like that. You know, um, I do, I do eat like salmon and other pieces of fish and shit. But Actually, I think I eat too much salmon. Yeah, salmon is good, man. Do you, do you, uh, cook it, cook it over the stove or in the oven? I ain't gonna lie, I don't do nothing to cook, and my girl be doing the cooking. So salute to her, man. I'm gonna have to ask her honestly. <laughs> and only ask because there's what you say? I say I don't be doing no cooking. I eat every day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For, for for me, like it'll be times like I'll keep the salmon in a uh, in the freezer, so I just turn the the, stove, uh, the the oven on and like just keep it in there. As it defrosts, I take it out, put the oil on there, put the spices on there. Throw it back in there, and then when it starts to turn like that orange or pinkish color, pull that bitch on out. Sure enough. Yeah. You said uh, salmon's one of the things that don't take that long to cook. Like you uh-huh. said, like 15, 20 minutes, probably less than that. I'm probably overquoting the time. Yeah, it don't take much, especially when you put it in a pan, when you pan, uh, fry it or sear it. You know, it don't take much. Anything else you got on your mind, my guy? Man, did you see the um the shit with um Laher? You know Laherb, right? Chicago rapper. Herbo? Yeah, G Herbo. What happened? One of his homies, um, who's known for a viral video of him actually getting um jumped. And motherfucking McDonald's in Terrytown. He came out saying a bunch of outlandish shit about her recently. G, like everybody been like watching this interview with him. And he basically saying like Herb ain't really from over there. You know what I'm saying? And the shit is wild because he even going as far as saying shit like he don't know G he don't that little Herb ain't really no G Fazo. You know what I'm saying? And I just I think it's interesting to see. Shit like that because it's like, is he telling the truth or is dude really just a hater? So here's my thing with that. Why do motherfuckers wait to put this type of information out? I think what he basically was the point he was trying to get across is let her saying he doing all this shit for the hood, but he really not. You know what I'm saying? But the whole interview, he was kind of contradicting himself, saying, like, he don't necessarily need him. You know what I'm saying? But we kind of feel like, why would you even bring this shit to the internet? You feel me? So 
It's like, let me ask you, if you was a famous rapper, how many of your peoples would you bond now before you be like, fuck that shit? I can't put no more money towards this shit. Or you're the type of person that's gonna always try to look out for the hood. Nope. Nope. Once I get to a certain level, I'm not doing that no more because it's about business at that point. And people have to understand that if the young, if the youth are listening, if you you must understand is the more money you make. The much bullshit you have time for. You're not gonna be doing. You're not. You're not gonna want to be around people that's doing the same old shit. When you're making more money, you're growing. You're leveling up. So the old shit that people used to do around you ain't cool no more. You don't want to be associated with bullshit no more. I don't like to be associated with bullshit no more. That's why there ain't no young motherfuckers around me or people my age doing the same stupid shit 10, 20 years ago. To, doing it around me now. Do that shit over there. Do that shit over there where it ain't going to cost me no problem because we too old to be getting bailed out of jail or, or leaving a hospital or motherfuckers getting hurt or some shit like that. When dude is making my herbo, baby, whoever it is, motherfuckers is trying to make money, bro. They ain't, they don't have time to keep bailing people out of jail or handing you a thousand dollars. Or I gave you ten thousand dollars this month. I gave you five thousand dollars last month and you blow it all. You blow it all on, on whatever it is that you done bought, but you ain't showed me nothing no financial stability or nothing. So I can put more money back into you. Right. What if I gave, what if I gave you 20 grand every month and then I had nothing to show for it? I'm like, yo, bro, what you be doing with the money when I give it to you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, why ain't you buying a building like I told you to? I told you such and such a, a hook you up. And then I just, I just, I just leave you the fuck alone after that, man. I don't know dude's situation. I don't know why it's happening, but why y'all be waiting to do all this type of shit, man? Same shit I said. It's just interesting, you know what I'm saying? Because you got some people who seem to be really involved in their hood. Like, you know, before King Von died, he went back to his hood and took like a whole bunch of money and passed it out to people. So I wonder if like they seeing shit like that and saying like, you know what I'm saying? He ain't doing as much as he could be doing. But I hope he is involved, though. They trying to say he ain't never did nothing. Yikes! If if it's if that's if that's a, if that's the shitty young and this comes out and then more people start saying it, then it's gonna it's gonna look bad. It's definitely gonna look bad. Yeah. But that's the main thing that you're supposed to do, you know. You're supposed to set up something, you know, not just bad giveaways, but you know, help do help do shit to change the community. And maybe he's trying to figure it out. But I could have sworn I seen something about Lil Herb and Chance the Rapper buying a school or something like that. Like they bought their old school or some shit like that. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, that shit was a couple years ago, like one or two years ago. I can't I can't remember the details, but I definitely remember seeing something like that. So it ain't nothing positive he was even looking for. You know what I'm saying? I just hope it ain't a situation where this young brother, whoever he is, is is, is just going out on a limb and saying this type of shit about her because they having an issue right now or her won't let them around a the crew or some shit like that. I hope that's not the situation. No, I think the situation is Herb really got the fuck on somewhere when he got on. You feel me? And they had a touch. So. Hey man, it's, ex- it's expensive to keep taking care of people. It's, ex- it's expensive. Look, uh, my, my pockets is low. Thanks. You understand what I'm saying? It's expensive to take care of people and, you don't, and you're not getting nothing out of it. Yeah. 
But think if he said, yo, I'm going to start a clothing brand, you know, called Two T's or I'm going to do this or I'm going to start a youth program with the money that he's giving me and I'm going to try to get some help. Like it's different when you're doing shit like that. Now he can trust you with a with a better bag because he can put money into you and invest in you. But when you don't have nothing to offer a motherfucker that's constantly trying to make money and you become nothing more than a dude that's hanging on to his cape, don't nobody want you around, bro. Big facts. The other part of that is 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 what level of respect do you guys have where this type of shit starts happening? You know what I mean? Mm. Like the, is the is the respect gone now? You know, or or did you not did you not respect them to begin with? Nah, they was he he actually spoke on that. He was saying that they um. They still got hella love for them. You know what I'm saying? They definitely used to have love for them. But love ain't respect, bro. It's two different things. He was saying, nah, they he they showed him respect because he actually tried to compare, he actually tried to compare G Herbo to 6ix9ine. And one of the niggas in the background was like, nah, you can't compare him to 6ix9ine, bro. And he like, he's 6ix9ine without snitch part. He tried to explain himself, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, even that go to show you like motherfuckers still got love for him, G. Like this ain't no hating ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we just keeping it all the way, G. Motherfuckers rapping about they they fuck with us, but they really don't fuck with us like that. You know what I'm saying? And I can understand that if her got certain alliances with people. You know what I'm saying? But he's screaming a hood name that he ain't no longer part of, and they out here suffering the consequences behind it. He ain't say that's what was going on. You know what I'm saying? He pretty much was saying they be in tour with people and they really don't even be knowing these people. It just all be from the fucking music, but he's saying he ain't no rapper. Mm. So that's why I said like, you probably got to see the videos and kind of understand where he was coming from. Because at certain spots, I understood where he was coming from. Then the other spots, I was still just like, nah, I feel heard though. Like, Niggas got to be smarter sometimes and learn how to lead this street shit alone. You feel me? Because the, the two don't blend well. Get out this shit at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I fucked up when I was young. You know, one foot in, one foot out. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, you're going to be called to both them destinations at the same time and you can't be two places at once. You feel me? Yeah, you're gonna, you got to pick one. So, I ain't necessarily mad at him, but like, I ain't mad at him either. It's just disappointing when I see that shit. So he still get to shout his hood out though and move and speak like he is moving like that. I hope they sort that shit out though, man, because you know it is it can be presumed that the young brother is hating. He's jealous of Herb because Herb is at the point where he is now. Or shit, the shit could be presumed as true. And he, he, shit, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the fuck be going on. Yeah, I think Lil Herb's still ain't said nothing about it, but if I was him, I wouldn't even address that shit, but... I do it behind the scenes. Like, it'll be a conversation between me and him. I wouldn't say shit to nobody. I'm rich. Fuck is you talking? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, man, because I won't get y'all no money. Get y'all go fast on. That could be it, man. I, I, sh- I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> man, if it's it, look, if it's that situation where you telling me that you upset because I ain't, I ain't fucking with y'all no more and I ain't paying y'all bills no more, then I, I definitely ain't responding to that. Right. Look, look, I'll put you like this: it's people who I have helped, um, who I have, you know, I, I don't mind helping people, but it's crazy how they act toward me. 
they act like I never did nothing for them, even though I'm the one that gave them the shot that they got. The nigga who was speaking on the shit said her put something on his bomb once. I was like, hey, everything you said in Valley Night, Joe. Like <laughs> he helps you out once, Joe. You can't you can't expect for a motherfucker to keep, you know what I'm saying? Trying to help you. Man, that shit gets his look when you again, bro, when you start making money, you start being more accountable for the way that you move. No one wants to get in trouble or or have to continue to bail motherfuckers out when they're trying to make money. And then I'm spending money on you that I'm not making back. It's a loss. You're a liability, not an asset to the team. You understand? So no one wants to continue to do that shit. I know I wouldn't. I, man, I'm like, man, I ain't, bro, I ain't about to keep bailing you out. That, let that be the last time. Agreed. I'll tell the motherfucker quick, but uh, I, I know people like that. Hey, bro, I, 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 we ain't doing this. We we grown now. You better figure that shit out. Oh, God. Anything you got coming up as far as uh, your website or, or any shoes or any music? Uh, no, not, not really. I'm All right. Anything towards Rap Cap and Kicks right now. We, uh. No, we always making music, but you know what I'm saying? We ain't really pushing nothing right now. We ain't got no projects we looking to drop. So if we come up with something, we definitely going to put it out there. But you know what I'm saying? Most of the resources really going towards Rap Cap and Kicks. Most of the focus. Okay. Feel? How you feel about doing your own podcast? You, you, you settling into the idea? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My homie, um, my homie uh, Pete, Panamera Pete, just hit me the other day like, where your podcast at, bro? I'm like, it's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, me, like, I want to do the web show, too, like this one, but I also want to do, like, a real show. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to put together an actual set somewhere. You feel me? And the shit just got to be A1. You feel me? So it's mm-hmm. coming. It's in the works. All right. Well, I'm, I'm we're going to call it a, a show off this one right here. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Santana De Niro of rapcapandkicks.com. Appreciate you being on here, my guy. And to everyone out there, remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taken. You bitch you. We out.